Welcome to a random episode of Peace, Love, Avocado with Ohasio. I honestly wish that grief had a timeline. I wish it did not have its claws deep in your back that whenever a certain day would come, the flashback, the memories of the pain you felt, the heartbreak you felt, didn't come flooding all you felt was peace but at that moment you felt pain I guess that's just how I feel whenever the 25th of June comes it feels heavy it feels like I lost some part of me but I was never able to express myself on the 25th of June in 2016 or 17 I'm really not sure of the year I lost a very good friend of mine and the day before the day when he actually died we were supposed to meet up and I was so prideful I didn't want to call him so I just let the day go by and then on the Monday his brother called me at around 7, 7.30 and it was just like a regular conversation of hi, how are you, are you okay so I just wanted to let you know that Brian is dead and I said nah Brian can't be dead why are you lying and he's like nah he passed on yesterday and yeah just wanted to let you know and I don't think tears have ever flooded my eyes and the feeling of my heart shattering and my stomach just losing air I have ever felt that much in one at once that I didn't articulate it I articulated it the next like at the end of the year when I began my blog Peace Love Avocado it sucked I remember texting my person at that moment and it was at a very random time but he was alone I was alone and he could feel my pain and he wanted to be there with me but he couldn't because finances and everything fast forward to six years later I'm still dealing with the grief I'm still dealing with the grief and I'm still trying to understand at times I want to question God like why did you take him when he was so young but God's ways are above my own I can question, but I'll never understand. When I further inquired on how he died, I found out that it was through choking. And I remember just googling that and reading the thread and going back and playing it in my head. And I remember feeling that pain that he was by himself. He was with no one and that sucked, that hurt me so much that he was alone. He was alone while he was passing on. He did not have his friends. He did not have his family. But he was alone. And that for a brief six months, I was angry at God. Because I didn't understand the level of love he had for he has for everyone. But at that moment, Brian 
or Fadili as I called him, was by himself, choking on air, trying to grasp for anything. But his life was just whisking away. It's been six years, but the pain is still there. The heartbreak all over again because despite the shortcomings of our relationship, despite the silence we would have within three months or five or six, depending on our moods at that point, he was still my person. He was still that person I could text when I'm in Uganda and I'm feeling really depressed and he would tell me like, yo, I'm here for you. Was that person who would send me a Kendrick Lamar song whenever I felt down and he knew that All Right was a jam that we both loved. I'm pretty sure right now he'll be stoked that Kendrick has finally dropped an album. He would love the hard part five and in Mr. Morales and the Big Steppers probably N95 or the song the song with Kodak Black he would be so proud of me for being a mom a single mother at that and that I'm doing an amazing job and raising a two almost three year old kid who is the most loving, cheerful adventurous, outspoken curious stubborn but again with a heart full of gold baby girl the titled mom is a title I've always wanted but I didn't want it that early but I'm still proud of myself for taking that step to be a mom at that time by myself and doing it by my own damn self he would be so proud of me there's so many things I would have wanted to experience with him there's so many seasons of my life that I felt like he needed to be here there's so many times I prayed to God to let him visit me in a dream so that I could remember his face, so that he could hug me. And at that point, I could feel like, you know what, he is still around. Not physically, but he's still around. Fadili, there's so much I would want you to know. There was so much left unsaid between us. There was so much love that it was tangible, yet it was not spoken. The one thing I regret is that I never told you how I felt. Is that I never told you how much you was how much of a person you are to me, both in life and death. On the 31st of April is your birthday, and I celebrate it every year. And I will never forget a year. I will always celebrate it by saying my wishes in a whisper or a prayer and praying that it gets to you. And then on the 25th of June is when you took your last breath. And I feel like I lost one of my closest friends. I wish you had I wish you met Zola. I wish you knew how much she would be so much fun and being integrated with you would be such an amazing ride to see and relationship. I haven't seen your brother in 4 years. Not that I don't want to, but adulting and us being in different seasons in our lives makes it difficult for us to meet. At times I forget your face, so I have to look at pictures to remember. 
But again, there are not so many pictures of you for me to remember you by. I hate that the picture I have of you in my mind is of you in a coffin. And that is why I don't like seeing dead bodies. Because that's the image I'd be left with. Fatherly, you are so much more than my friend. You're my confidant. You're my best friend. You are the closest person that I would ever talk to. That knew me in and out. That knew my moods. That knew Sally for Sally. There's so much I want to say, but this is just so much I could say. It's been six years, and I wish you were here. But because you're not, I pray that you you I pray that you left me a spot right next to you because there's a lot I want to tell you when I get to heaven. When I do get to heaven. 